It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello all, happy Sunday and welcome to another TalkSport Daily with me, your host, Russell Hargreaves. We start off today's podcast by focusing on the ashes, but it was actually what happened off the field that's got everyone talking. The legendary Stuart Broad to retire from all cricket at the end of the fifth and final ashes test after a stellar career. Let's hear more from John Norman and Steve Harmison on the incredible career of the England fast bowler. for 15 best bowling figures on this ground. In big moments, I I want the ball, I want to step up, I want to take the pressure. Stuart Broad-type spells. Broad has been an unbelievable performer um, over many years. He's just a legend. He's just a great bloke. And like he's saying, you know, one of the best bowlers ever to play the game. Oh, it's taken. England's plan has worked. Broad has his man. And it is 600 for Stuart Broad. There's no doubt that when you play for England, the, the best memories that, have, that you have are within the changing room when you've won a test match and you're all together and you know that you've gone through so much to get to that point of winning. And here's another one because Broad's got it to nip back and bold as Devon Conway. Beauty from Broad. Him and Jimmy are, are, the, are the greatest that we've ever had along with Sir Alistair Cook. The Blues, obviously one of England's finest bowlers ever. 132 matches, Broad and Anderson for England has got 1,000 wickets between them. Nick, it's gone. Oh, that's brilliant. That is magnificent bowling from Stuart Broad. I thought he was good. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't think he was as good as he's turned into being. Great, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I've probably been thinking for a couple of weeks, um, and. You know, even up until last night, I was still just sort of sat in my room, umming and erring and speaking to Molly. And um, yeah, I just, half eight, I just text Oaksy saying, can I come see you? Uh, and um, walked in, shook his hand and said, that's me. You know, thanks for everything you've done for me. Um, and uh, yeah, I, it, I, I, feel really, I feel really great. And I feel even better that we've had a brilliant day today. I feel... You know, I was a bit nervous this morning, thinking you know, if we lose early wickets, it, you know, I could, 
I could um, feel a bit devastated. But to see the guys play the way they did today, entertain the way they did, and I thought the atmosphere here today was awesome. You know, it felt it felt so good, uh, and put ourselves in a position that. You know, I wished we could be in uh, to try and chase 10 wickets for, for an Ashes win. Well, Ashes Test match win. It's always been Anderson and Broad. So for me, whatever happens over the course of the next 24, 48 hours, everything that goes in Stuart's way is muchly deserved because he's been a, a ridiculous performer, a great ambassador, somebody who's always stood up um, and represented his country with, with brilliant pride and distinction. And when the big games come, the really big games come, boy, has he turned up. It's been, it's been a wonderful career from Stuart Broad. That the two batters out there at the crease, Stuart Broad and Jimmy Anderson, will we ever see this happening again? We'll see them bowl together again, but will we ever see them bat together again? I'll put it to you, Dan, that the answer to that question could well be no. He will always be remembered for those three spells. He'll be remembered for a lot, yeah. OK? Uh, but he will be remembered mostly for the three Ashes series winning spells here at the Oval in a game that you played at, a game that you retired after, 2009. Then you have to move to 2013 at your home ground, Harmony. I don't yeah. know how you're linked to all this, by the way. <laughs> and that spell, just when Australia were going to chase down a big total, and he provided one again. And then 2015, arguably the most famous, but I'm not sure if that's true either. Trent Bridge, his home ground. Proud to, to have 150 test, test wickets against the Aussies to be in that sort of category, um, you know, with Warney and, and Glenn above. Um, and uh, I've loved every minute of, 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 against Australia for sure. Tended with England uh, ahead of the game. They started it 12 runs behind knocking those off inside six balls. Duckett and Crawley said about the Aussies in a manner that we saw mm, two days ago. Uh, one down at lunch, 130 on the board. Uh, pressure, what pressure? England carried on throughout the afternoon in much the same vein. Another 130 runs in the afternoon session. Uh, three wickets down, and despite uh, two quick ones, England didn't really ever look ruffled. A 100-run partnership between Roots and Bairstow, the two tykes doing as they did in the first match. Uh, with Crawley, by the way, 73. Um, he's uh, back at the top of the run scorers for the tournament across both sides. And even when Root and Bairstow were dismissed, uh, and there were a couple of wickets towards the back end of the day, by then, possibly, this match has been done. Two full days to come, of course. England leads at stumps on day three here at the over by 377. The 389 for nine. From England versus Australia to England in Australia. And there was some good news for the Lionesses surrounding Kira Walsh's injury. Talk Sports' Maya Graham's got more on this and a recap of Saturday's action at the Women's World Cup. So, it's day 10 of the tournament and today we saw Sweden produce a five-star performance against Italy. Sweden 5, Italy nil. Sweden cruise into the last 16 with a dominant performance. Three of the goals coming from brilliant in-swinging corners from Jonna Andersson. Two of them headed in by new Arsenal signing Amanda Illestet, who also, uh, remember, grabbed the late winner in the opening fixture against South Africa. Extraordinary end to the first half. Sweden ran riot. Italy simply collapsed. Sweden, semi-finalists in 2019, look real contenders to go deep once again. Full time in Wellington, Sweden 5, Italy 0. Elsewhere, France took on Brazil. It was a tight one. 
but Le Bleu snatched it right at the end. France two, Brazil one. France have just gone up. They have doubled their lead. Oh my goodness, it's all happening here on TalkSport. And finally, here's what happened between Panama and Jamaica. Jamaica won, Panama nil. Jamaica won it with a goal midway through the second half, scored by their captain, Alison Sweeby. It was a corner which she headed in from seven yards out. A late penalty overturned by VAR as well, not quite sure why. But uh, Jamaica joint top of the group going to their final game with Brazil. Panama are out. Finished in Perth, Jamaica won, Panama nil. Kira Walsh leaves the field on a stretcher, tears in her eyes, getting little pats on the back from her England teammates, but Kira Walsh at the moment is inconsolable, and it's a desperate moment for her, and it could be a massive blow for England's World Cup hopes. And some good news for England fans today. We found out that midfielder Kira Walsh has not suffered an ACL injury. This is after she was stretched off in the game versus Denmark on Friday. She will remain with the group to continue her recovery, but will miss the last group stage game versus China, which is live on TalkSport 2 on Tuesday. Now to Rugby Union and Scotland's first World Cup warm-up match against Italy in the Summer Nations series. Here's how the action sounded live from Murrayfield on TalkSport. The first assignment is this match this afternoon against the Italians. Italy crossfield kick coming on to Darcy Graham. He's got space. Graham reads the bounce of the ball, has time to touch it down, and scores his 17th international try. My goodness, what a way to finish the first half. Tommaso Allen, a long-range penalty goal, 50 metres plus on the angle, and Italy with a spring of the step, full heads to their way, changing rooms at Murrayfield with a 6-5 lead at half-time. Ali Price, on towards Darcy Graham! And Graham is in for his second try! And he's even the game-changer, he's a game-breaker, isn't he? You know, that effort to make the chase, to get the charge down, to set up the scrum, and then... He's not only happy to do that, he wants to score another try. Settler looks threatening with some space out on the left-hand side. They can capitalise. Italy are back in business. Monte Ione, we've seen him with a great turn of pace. 15 points to 11, with the kick to come. 18 minutes of the game to play, and it's still in the melting pot in the final quarter. Towards the right-hand side, opportunity for Bayless. A clean grounding from Josh Bayless to replacement, and that is the icing on the cake for Scotland this afternoon. A ten-point gap now between the sides with the kick to come as Ben Healy slots another kick over the bar between the six. Scotland 25, Italy 13 then, the final score. I was pleased with the energy we brought at the beginning of the second half and also at the end of the second half and our, our bench played a big role in, in that. Uh, and yeah, we, we know Italy are a really good team. Um, that's two battles we've been, <laughs> been in with them and we, we've came out the other side which will give us a lot of confidence that we can find our way through a game and, and come up with uh, the points that matter. Now, throughout the week, Peterborough chairman Darren McAntony has been filling in for Simon Jordan on the show. He's had plenty to say on a variety of topics. Let's take a look back at some of his best bits. Kane puts Spurs ahead! Harry Kane on what could be his final Tottenham shirt. Here's the reality. If, if there wasn't such a rivalry between Spurs and Arsenal, Arsenal would be writing the check. Stan Kroenke and his son are mean business now. They're winning titles all over the world with all their franchises. Arsenal need a cane. 
if Kane was in Arsenal's team, that title race would now go the other way. It would be Arsenal winning the league. If United want to, if they want to enter their proper title race, and I mean a proper title race, not last year's thing, they go and buy Kane. And that puts them right there, straight away. Kane going to Real Madrid and then going to Saudi in a few I, years. I can see it happening. Listen, this is the way of the world. What did I say earlier on before the meeting? Money talks and you know what walks. Yep. That's just life. Joe Lewis, the billionaire owner of Tottenham, was charged with orchestrating brazen insider trading by US federal prosecutors. I don't think Spurs should be worried. As I said to you inside there, now Joe Lewis probably doesn't put a lot of money into Tottenham anymore. doesn't need to. Tottenham will have bank overdrafts. They will have money coming in. They'll be running it as a business. So I don't think any of it directly impacts Tottenham. I know the media wanted to make it look like it. They don't it makes want it to make news. it look like Jim, they you do. You sound Jim, like Simon Jim, Jim, I'm, I'm sure today the headlines will just be about Tottenham and Joe Lewis instead of just being about Joe Lewis. Rolls it back to Henderson! What a start for Liverpool! A goal up in three minutes! And it's the skipper, Jordan Henderson! Of course he shouldn't be okay with it, but there are countries you're going to visit, including you two boys who love going out there, that are going to have laws that you don't agree with, but you're still going to go there. Jim came before we came on air and said to me, we should do a show on Saudi, on Saudi football out there. And I said, me, you and Jordan will go out there. Now, if you're so principled about it, Jim wouldn't have had that idea. You'd have never gotten on a flight to Qatar. That's the bottom line. Let's turn around and say United have to cry, uh, ground share somewhere. Is that the perfect opportunity to have a United big game in America? Now, look, I'm not endorsing it. I'm not saying Sounds it should like happen. It. No, I'm not. You're saying categorically no, no, it's going to happen. But that's different from me endorsing and saying it's Do a good idea. Do you want idea. it to happen? No, I don't want to see Liverpool play Everton in America. I don't want to see games like that. Look, Apple paid $3 billion so, for the MLS and are already about to make a profit with a million plus subscribers. It is exploding. But 26-27, more money will be going into football in this industry. I'm telling you, the Premier League, you know they love a dollar. To the warm-up now, where Stephen Fry joined the show to discuss the MCC Foundation within the sport and its work to make cricket more inclusive. It really thrills me to see this because... You know, I know as well as anybody that cricket can still suffer from having a reputation as being a game for, well, let's be honest, for people like me, for sort of you know, mm. white, privately educated figures um, uh, who, who have owned, owned and run the game literally for 200 years. And, um, and that, isn't, that isn't as it should be. Um, it, it's, it's a game that belongs to the world and is the second most popular sport in the world. A lot of people aren't aware of that. Of course, a great deal of that is to do with the massive size of the population of India, where it's uh, pretty much often called the third religion, the cricket. Mm. Um, but, but it is, you know, and, and the other thing the MCC Foundation does, and this is why I'm trying to make sense of your question, is that we work abroad as well, because um, I'm not just president of the MCC, I'm actually a patron of the foundation, and I won't be president uh, by the end of the year, but I will always be, I hope, a patron of the foundation. We, we go abroad and we teach cricket to kids there. In Nepal, it's now the most popular sport. Um, enormous amount of work was done in Afghanistan for years, which brought Afghanistan up to being one of the leading yeah. uh, one-day uh, nations uh, in the country, as you'll probably remember. Uh, unfortunately, the, the, the Taliban's uh, resurgence has put a stop to that for the moment. Um, but also, really fascinatingly, uh, last year, Claire Connor, my, my predecessor, went with Sarah Fain from the foundation to Lebanon, where Syrian children, re refugees, 
uh, from the conflict there were in camps with almost nothing to do. And they were taught cricket, the girls and boys, and they started to play it and it, 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 it caught fire. It was, it was just fantastic. Mm, brilliant. They're still playing it. And we've been to Rwanda and uh, Uganda and Kenya and other places. It's particularly important, I think, when you're teaching cricket, as I say, to girls and boys in countries where girls have a slightly less of a future, as you might say, you know, property rights and things like that are, are restricted. And it, and it teaches the boys respect for the girls. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Finally, to weekend sports breakfast now. And before we hear Tony Cascarino's thoughts on Harry Kane and his potential move to Bayern Munich, we have to hear what Cass thought about the TalkSport trophy. Max Rushton and Adrian Durham also joined the conversation. Here he comes, Ben Fletcher, right-footed, oh! and he scores! Oh! Oh! The All-Stars take the win! The worst penalty of the lot. I know, the worst. <laughs> Loved watching it. I've got to say, got to give a shout-out for Phil Brown. Yeah. Phil Brown, 65. He was in fantastic, Nick. Getting around the pitch, making tackles, demanding, you know, still loving the game. He was playing with a smile on his face the whole time. And I thought he held his own. You know, people like Jermaine Pennant, who's, what, 40 now, Jermaine, was really looked like he was close to still being a player today. Yeah. He was absolutely on fire in in the games. Jimmy Bollard has just, just finished. But I thought Phil Brown, I come away thinking, well, fair play. Did he put his team in a circle and give them a rollicking when they could see <laughs> well, they the were, goal? There was quite a lot of finger wagging when the, when the opposition scored. <laughs> yeah, no, he was he was, he was was great. Oh, he uh, did it at half-time apparently, did he? Yes, yeah. he did, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we won about 25-18 or something. But it had to go to penalties. I missed a penalty. Yeah, I'm, Charlie I'm, Baker I, saved it. Am I calling you Gareth Southgate or Chris well, Waddle? What is, am I calling you this a, I mean, it was not, wasn't a great penalty. I was disappointed in the comms. Cass, Paul and Andy very much suggested I didn't look like I was going to score. I was very confident going up to that ball, but I just didn't you hit did, it right. You did look him, Matt. But I was quite well, you, tired. All of us said he's missing. I know, but you're going to say that, <laughs> weren't you? There was a great picture of Billy Bremner going to bed with the <laughs> FA Cup <laughs> once, Adrian. Good morning. 
Um, I didn't. I slept with my medal on, and uh, I've still got my medal on now. So, yeah. I bet he has. <laughs> and and so as tragic. you can hear in my voice, it was a, it was a, a big night of celebration. Um, <laughs> just want to thank Max for turning up. That was great. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> my uh, pleasure, Aid. <laughs> actually, I thought Max of all the uh, non-footballers, I thought Max was uh, pretty good. Him and Adam Catterall for breakfast, I thought were very good. <laughs> Sets up Son and Kane puts Spurs ahead. Harry Kane. If you leave it now, you'll take away the biggest part of me. There are a lot of people who know Harry better than me, but he's not going to get phased by anything. He's he's here, and while he's here, uh, he's totally committed to what we're doing. I think Bayern Munich got one shot at getting Harry Kane, and that's this summer. I don't think next summer, if he's on a free, he goes to Bayern Munich. We know that they've been interested in him for yeah. a couple of years now, but this is different because the contract's running down and he's indicated an interest. I just think, for me, Harry Kane has to be in the Premier League. Just as an England international, you know, the Premier League is where it is at. Allow your new manager the time to move past and not have any drama, because he needs that. That new manager... And needs no drama at Spurs. How could we end it all this way? Have, I've got to get out of this mindset of being so hooked on one yeah, player. Yeah. You have to think about how we develop this club and that it needs to be recruitment that's been very poor in many ways, especially defensively. Tottenham, yeah. Tottenham's problems have not been in forward line no. ever since Harry's been in the team. They've, Never. Always, they've always been able to get goals. When Harry met uh, Daniel Levy, it was all documented about in March... You know, why would Harry want to meet? Uh, for me, it would only be in one story. It would have been that it let me go this summer. And I, I think if you're smart, if you're Daniel Levy and you go to Harry Kane, that we will get this deal done for you. We will try and get as close as we value at. But if we have the option of buying you back, I'd want to do that. First choice of bringing you back. Other players have done that. That's all, people. You can get another of these TalkSport Daily podcasts first thing in the morning. Until then, have a wonderful Sunday. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.